everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. We are finishing off Women in Horror Month with the hosts of one of the podcasts that's newer to my feed in the last year called Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, and today I get to share the conversation that I had with the two hosts, Felicia and Tawny. We talked about watching pandemic horror movies during the pandemic, how Felicia is introducing her youngest child to horror, and why it's also healthy to explore your fears through horror movies. Stephen King and Ari Aster were also big topics of conversation and for good reason. One last thing before we get into this episode, if you love the show and haven't left us a review on iTunes yet, I'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or, you know, Spotify, wherever you listen to us, and subscribe. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. It's so appreciated, as it really helps people to find us, and we want to reach more horror fans. So, I think that's it. I've rambled enough, so let's get into my conversation with Tani and Felicia. Hey, Tawny. Hey, Felicia. How are you guys? Hey. Hey, we're good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you both so much for being here. Do you want to start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'll take it. So we are Two Chicks in a Horror Flick, and we are a weekly horror movie review podcast. So we typically pick movies that we like, <laughs> and then we make the other person watch them, or sometimes it's a movie that neither of us have seen. And uh, we give a little bit of trivia, we rate the movie, and we, you know, talk about how we felt about it. So that's, yeah. So I'm from Idaho, and this is Tawny, by the way. I forget to, like, introduce ourselves for voice <laughs> voice identification purposes. <laughs> so I'm Tawny, and I'm in um, Boise, Idaho. And I'm Felicia, and I am in Arizona. Nice. So first things first, what are each of your favorite scary movies? I'll take this one first. Um, that question is the hardest question ever in the universe <laughs> um, because I love so many different movies for so many different reasons from so many different genres. But if you had, you're like, Felicia, I'm keeping you captive unless you answer this question. Um, I do have three. <laughs> Sorry, I did my best. Um, I would say Hereditary. Um, I, I just, I love everything about that movie and the acting and everything just, oh, it's so creepy. Um, the strangers, because it just continually terrifies me. And since that is something that could happen, it, it's just very scary to me. Um, and then the witch, because I just love movies about witches and pagans and stuff. And I love the, just, I just love, um, uh, the atmosphere, everything. So those are my three. Got three. I couldn't choose one. Awesome. I feel like that's cheating a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I'm going to cheat a little bit too. Um, I want to second Hereditary. Oh, God, that movie is incredible. Love it. It's like the first movie to scare me as an adult in such a long, long time. So I love that. And then um, the other one that I want to say is Silent Hill. It's like one of my top it's what I tell people when they ask me what my favorite horror movie is I don't know if it's like but I feel like it's an easy answer for me because I grew up playing the video games and I really love and I always say that I think it's the best video game to like movie adaptation made I think now with the last of us maybe that might you know inch <laughs> out and compete but that's a tv show you know so in the movie realm definitely Silent Hill I just love it 
Awesome. I got to watch Silent Hill for the first time a few months ago uh, when it finally came on Hulu because it it had never been available to stream anywhere. Um, and it was it was interesting. It was interesting. It was very atmospheric. I love like moody, like misty atmospheres in horror movies. So that's good. Yeah, you got to kind of like, I think, know that it is a video game vibe because I think it like without that, it seems kind of weird, but <laughs> I love it for those reasons. Awesome. And have you both watched The Last of Us? Yes. Yep. And you're familiar with the games? I'm not. Just putting that no. out there. I I'm played not. a little bit. I played like halfway through the first game, but I, the gameplay was really hard for me because it's a lot of sneaking around. I suck at sneaking around. So I kind of quit <laughs> like halfway through. But from what I remember, a year it, this was years ago, like it did a really good job of adapting the vibe of the game too. So that's cool. I've, I'm not really a gamer, but um, but I I've seen like side by side photos of like from the game and from the show, and they look they look like they did a pretty good job. And I'm really I'm not done with watching The Last of Us yet, but um, I have four episodes left, so I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, how did you both first fall in love with the horror genre? You want just flip flop, Tommy? You want to go first? Sure. Yeah, I can take this one first. So. I like I don't remember a time that I didn't love horror so it's hard to like pinpoint but I talk about like sometimes I when I was a kid I remember watching Child's Play like as a kid <laughs> I must have been like five or something and I have this like you can see behind me kind of I have this like bootleg my <laughs> uncle made like a bootleg VHS of Child's Play one through four and like gave somehow gave that to me and so I started that's how I started watching horror movies and um but then I think a little later I really got into those scary stories to tell in the dark books so those are back here also in my background um on my shelf and then even beyond that you know it just it was anything horror anything horror I love like horror games I love like I'm not a huge gamer either but you know like I said I played Silent Hill and any kind of books I still haven't read any Stephen King though like no one come for me but then like are you afraid of the dark you know watch that when I was a teen and just so it's like always been something that I've loved yeah for me I think I was just brainwashed at a very early age my parents were young and they would just watch these movies I remember seeing movies that were probably would not be scary now if we were to watch them but my uh, Alice Sweet Alice and Magic about the dummy I can still hear it in my head let me out and I was just like <laughs> so scared um, but there was something about, I don't know, being able to be scared and terrified, but survive and like be safe, you know? Um, and then as I was growing up, huge Stephen King fan, that was just my escape to be able to curl up and, and that's a whole shelf of Stephen King. Um, and just being able to wrap up in this book and, and just that, you know, that, that dread and that suspense, um, but in a safe way, I guess, is maybe why, because I've just always been interested in it. And I'm also um, watch way too much true crime shows and things like that. Who doesn't really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tawny, if it makes you feel any better, I've never read a Stephen King book either, because I hear that they are just very intense and graphic sometimes. So I just, I never have, so don't feel bad. Um but Felicia, since you love Stephen King, what is your favorite Stephen King book and movie adaptation? Ooh, okay. So Stephen King book is The Dark Half. Um, that was my first book I ever read where I stayed up all night reading it. I was just turning the pages and I couldn't put it down. Um, 
there's so many good books, Misery, all of those, but I would say The Dark Half, horrific <laughs> movie adaptation. That was just garbage. So don't watch that one. Um, and then my favorite movie adaptation for Stephen King, because I really, I really liked Misery, but you know what? I really love it 2017. Mm. I love that movie. So you know what? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it 2017. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I did not see the 90s miniseries, but I really liked the remake in two parts. So Yeah. It's a TV show, but The Outsider was a really good uh, remake of his book as well. Just wanted to yeah. throw that in there because I'm a cheater. You asked me for one <laughs> thing, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, all the recommendations all the time. So totally fine. <laughs> um, so I don't know about both of you, but I always get when I tell people that I like horror movies, you know, oh, wow, that's that's weird. You see you seem so normal. Um, So why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre? I think um, just based off what I was saying, I I think there is something about watching something terrifying uh, in a but you're safe. Uh, being able to watch that and survive because in real life you probably wouldn't. Well, I know I wouldn't, right? I'm not Liam Neeson. We're screwed if you know something happens <laughs> that I need to be like superhuman for. Um, and I also think it's the adrenaline rush. I mean, I, I mean, thinking about jumping out of a plane makes me nervous, and I don't have to do it. But there's people that love jumping out of planes. I don't even understand that, and and. So I think it's kind of the same thing. I just think it's a different type of adrenaline. And because I know I like that feeling of when we're watching a movie right now that we're going to record later, actually, where I'm just like in suspense and I'm just watching and I'm just waiting and I know something's going to happen. I don't know. I like that feeling. What? Can I ask what movie? Um, yeah. And I'm not saying if I like it or not, because we never tell each other yet. But um, A Girl Who Walks Alone at Night. Oh, okay. What we're doing cool. next. Yeah. Uh, that's motivation for me to watch it. It's been on my watch list for like years, I think. So now yeah. I me, watch it. Me too. I'm glad that we finally get a chance to watch and talk about it. Yeah. Tony, um, do, you, do you have anything to add? Yeah. I, I just want to echo kind of what Felicia was saying. Like, I think it's a really healthy thing actually to explore your fears in this way because you kind of get to, I, I'm sure somebody's talked about this. I just can't remember. Maybe it's Stephen King. It's like, it's a safe place to explore those fears. And like, you, you get to walk away from it and know that you're fine afterwards. And so it is a little bit of the adrenaline. It is a little bit of like, just exploring those things. And I think for me personally, as long as I've loved horror, I've always been an anxious person. I've always had anxiety. And so I think it's like a way to kind of exert control for me over those reactions in a way and I don't know just for some reason I've always been drawn to it and so I think like I don't know it's the same thing but a little different for me I just I don't it's so funny how like the people in this genre who love horror are very different than what you expect like somebody posted a meme in our discord server that was like pictures of people it was like people who are into fantasy and it shows like a picture of them all dressed <laughs> yeah. up like wizards and then it was like people who love horror and it was like a people with a bunch of like flower t-shirts and like <laughs> love and like I don't know so we tend to be people who are like really I don't know at the same time that we love all this like dark stuff we're also very like generally positive and optimistic and like people loving people you know <laughs> yeah I if I could just mention 
I totally had the same experience. So being a part of like, even a part of spiritual communities or yoga or any of these communities you can have. And, and sometimes there's a lot of like real big egos in those that seem like there shouldn't be big egos. And then you go to horror and everybody I met in the horror community is so awesome. And I was just watching this true crime show, of course, and one of all the true crime uh, things I've watched. There's one where this guy was also very into horror and they were like, oh, he had Chucky dolls everywhere and this and that. And I'm like, oh, hell, here we go. Like, what are they going to say about people who like horror? Because it's such a misconception. But actually the psychologist that came on was saying, no, I think that people like scary movies because of these different reasons that we've all talked about. If you have a propensity or already inside of you to be violent creep, <laughs> then maybe watching those types of movies would, you know, bring that embolden you, but uh, does not corrupt an already just super chill flower shirt person. In my, in my, <laughs> uh, Felicia, what is your favorite recent true crime series that you've watched? Oh, my very, very, very favorite. And you find them both on YouTube. I love that chapter with Michael O. Um, he does a really great job of going through the crime, not giving too much detail. He has a comedy element to it, but it's respect, always respectful to the victim and always kind of is bringing out what you're thinking about the the creep who did the crime another youtube channel is 10 to life with annie elise absolutely love how she delivers her true crime stories and she's pumping out those videos like every, every day it seems and uh, she does an excellent job and i would say my most recent favorite true crime um a documentary. I love Netflix. I hope Netflix never goes away just purely for the documentaries. Uh, but I would say the Night Stalker was so excellently done. And I think uh, another reason it hit me so much and Tawny and I, <clears throat> we talked about it. We did an episode on that. It's because I remember it. I remember the Night Stalker when I was down in Southern California when I was young. And so uh, I just thought it was, it was really excellently done and very scary. So awesome. Tawny, do you watch any true crime? You know, I used to, and just for some reason, over the last like several years, I haven't, I haven't been able to bring myself back to it. And so I, I have consumed a lot of true crime in my life because my grandmother liked to watch it. And so I watched a ton as a kid. Um, and so I do like it, but I have to do it in like phases when I actually, when I feel like I want to watch it. And I just haven't been in that headspace for several years at this point. But I do like those as well. And I especially like kind of unsolved, like interesting, like you can pour over the details and not know because it sucks not knowing. But like, you know, it, it's it's interesting to me trying to solve an unsolved thing. Yeah, um, I listen to the podcast and that's why we drink. And um, one of the hosts will talk about a ghost story or like supernatural thing. And the other will talk about a true crime and the one who talks about the true crime, I think it's Christine. She will always say at the beginning, she's like, and this is unsolved, just so you know, going in. So, yeah. You gave me cold chills how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so what scares you in horror movies today, if anything? I, you know, I'm going to kind of, um, I'm going to kind of separate it. What scares me in general, I, I think it'll kind of cross over a little bit. In, in general, I, I would say like real life shit, you know, getting murdered, people being murdered. <laughs> um, I ha I've always had a fear as a child, even as a child, I had recurring nightmares about people coming into our house. <laughs> this is fucked up, but it's true. 
um, people coming into our house that were going to, like, rob us and instead end up, like, murdering my family and I. So, like, I don't, I've never really been scared of more, like, supernatural stuff personally. It's always been more about that real life stuff. So I'm scared of, like, people, I guess, um, doing terrible things. <laughs> and I also am scared of, like, people panicking. Like, I think, like, you get enough people in one area and people start to panic. Like, that freaks me out because it's unpredictable. You you don't know what people are going to do. And so I like, I really like when that's portrayed well in movies. But then I'm going to kind of flip. I think that's true in movies for me as well. I really enjoy movies that... um have to do with things that could happen in real life like I love Hostel it's one of my favorite movies of all time I love um what's another example audition right I was thinking about this is like you know that's a thing that could potentially happen (laughs) and but at the same time in movies I do enjoy Supernatural because I think like even though personally day-to-day I'm not scared of like being possessed there's this extra element of like but what if but what if I don't know I don't know that to be totally 100% certain and so possession movies do tend to scare me or like things that have a little bit of a supernatural element like hereditary nice what's your favorite possession movie besides maybe hereditary oh I don't know if I was prepared for this let's see I really loved the first one that comes to mind is um, The Last Exorcism. Yeah, that was good. I really liked that one until the end. But <laughs> I've since rewatched it and I think I might have changed my mind about it. I am. I'm in line with Tawny. Things that are taking away things related to kids uh, for sure. Cause I'm a mom and that's like my number one fear of all time, but removing that, um, things that are realistic. So anything with like serial killer, um, type things are, are terrifying, or even if they could be like, she was talking about, you know, exorcism, um, but really honing in on that two things in particular, if I, I really focus in, um, things around religion, And that is specifically because people are terrifying. I mean, if you think of The Last of Us, people are way more scary than any of those monster things. Um, And the fact that people can uh, rally behind religion, or especially when there's no hope because of the situation, people are losing hope. And then someone just needs to step up and give them hope and then can get people to do terrible things. So whenever there's a religious element to it, it could be any religion, could be pagans, it could be be any religion at all. Uh, I think that's terrifying and also losing my mind. So the psychological aspect terrifies me, really scared of that. Yeah. Um, I watched the movie Knocking on Shutter last night, which you Mm -hmm. might like if you, it's in Swedish, but, um, and it's not very long. It's like maybe 80 minutes, but I think you might like it for that reason. And I have to admit, Tani, um, I have never watched Audition or Hostel before because I stay in hostels when I travel. So I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. I've heard, I've heard that Audition is good, but like nothing really happens until the end. So yeah. But the thing that happens at the end. Yeah. Right? God, it's so good. Oh my gosh. When we first started watching this movie, I I slacked Tani. I'm like, dude, I am in this movie and I think I'm watching the wrong thing. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not. 
Sorry, Tani, I got all excited and talked over you. <laughs> no, I get excited too. I was just going to say, you should definitely watch it because it is so good. It's one of our all- all-time favorites. Like, it's an yeah. incredible movie. Yeah, my friend Josie loves that movie and that director as well. Maybe I'll make the guy I'm dating watch it with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You, you should. should. Yeah, this is on our on my and Tani's top recommended that we rarely recommend movies. Audition, okay. Antichrist. Uh, what else? Tony? Hereditary. I mean, I like, I'll recommend it to anybody, but I give a lot of caveats. I'm like, it's dark. You got to be prepared, you know, like, yeah. High tension. Yeah. And French <laughs> yeah. extremity. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into when I went to go see Hereditary in theaters in 2018. And that was like a third date with somebody. No idea what I was getting into. That was our last date. So I don't know if it had to do with the movie or me. I don't, I'm going to blame the movie, but I still, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so what are your favorite subgenres in horror? Oh, my favorite subgenres for sure are folk horror. Um, I, cause I just love all of those movies around folklore, the witch, um, it's all of those. And so, uh, and honestly, I always looped all of that stuff in with like psychological horror. That is my other favorite psychological horror for sure. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google this a little bit more. And actually, I'll be super honest. It came out of your episode. Not that I wasn't trying to be honest, but all the memories are coming back for me. Um, episode 105 with Joe Ferry. And you were talking about subgenres. And you had uh, uh, you were talking about folk horror, or it was mentioned. And I went, wait a second. I don't know if I, what is folk horror? And I looked it up and I'm like, that is my favorite subgenre. You're like, it's so me. thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I don't oh, know how, how I missed that one. So yeah, that would be my favorite. I also love French extremity because um, it just pushes the boundaries. I, I share things in threes. So that's it. That's for me. Awesome. Have you seen like martyrs and funny games and all of yes. those? Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen funny games, but I have okay. seen martyrs. Yes. All right. Nice. Um, mine are gonna reflect what I just talked about, like I like what I'm actually scared of, because I wrote down like real life stuff, just like we were just <laughs> talking about with hostile audition. Also, Black Christmas. I have a poster of that back here. Um nice. and also supernatural, but I, I don't know if I should change that to possession. But you you know, you think about hereditary and it's kind of a pos- it's it's basically yeah. a possession movie, right? So um yeah, it, but then I'll add um, I do kind of love, I mean, you can tell already from what I've said, I do kind of like torture porn-ish movies. Like, I don't yeah. like ones that are like, they, they're- Terrifier? <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a really good example. Like, I don't, I hated Terrifier because I think it's like, for me, just personally, it's not my jam. It's too over the top. Like, I like for the, it to still be rooted in something that's scary. And I think that movie is like, you know, it's just being campy, like so over the top gory for the sake of camp. But like hostel is scary. It's it's a very scary idea that you could be, you know, picked up and put into this situation that you um, you know, you don't have any control over. So yeah, I, I'm gonna add that. And I do enjoy some of the new sprinch extremity as well for the same like, you know, torture-y. <laughs> there's like a there's a lot of overlap there. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tawny, I like Black Christmas, but I really, my favorite version is the 2019 version, which I know is going to get me canceled someday, but Oh, I love interesting. That. Yeah. yeah. I've, heard, 
nothing but bad things about that one. I haven't seen it though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Felicia, there's a whole fo- uh, full car documentary on Shutter. If you're interested, <gasps> I'm interested. You just gave yeah. me cultures again. Okay, I'm oh. gonna go. I'm gonna go to Shutter, and I'm gonna watch that. I'm excited. I'll look up what it's called and send it to you after because I can't, I can't remember. I I started watching it and then I turned it off, but not because it was bad. I think I just got distracted and saw something shiny. Um. So, who are your favorite horror directors? I think it's your turn. Where's... Um. I. I. You know, this one's hard. I think for me, because I don't think I attach to directors the same way other people do, mm-hmm. and it's hard to say, because I think I. I like look at. I went and looked at a handful of people because I was like, which ones do I like? I don't know. I feel like there's an answer here, but I can't find it in my brain. Partially probably because I'm a little sick. So my my brain is just a little foggy. But I my first one that I wrote down is Ari Aster. Like, I, obviously, I loved Hereditary. I also loved Midsummer, And I am going to watch anything this guy puts out. <laughs> but I haven't seen any, any of his other stuff. So I'm like, I feel like I, it's hard to say that not having seen the entire catalog but the other one that I wrote down, this is a weird one too, is Eli Roth. Not because I love all of his movies. In fact, I only like the one movie, Hostel. And I did like Cabin Fever as well, but I don't think that holds up as well. I, But I just like, I like that movie so much. And I've like read um, AMAs from him and he does so much in like the horror community, right? And launching like Crypt TV on YouTube. And I just think he has, like, he he's an obvious huge fan of horror and so he's done a lot like that history of horror series also on amc so i don't know if that's a good answer but that's who i could think of yeah i appreciate him because he's such a fan and like he puts his name on things so they get produced so i appreciate that i've tried to get him to come on here before but i have not been successful yet so damn yeah someday (laughs) yeah someday for sure um mine would be uh, Robert, Robert Eggers and Ari Aster. Nice. Now I am the same as Tawny. I like the movie and often I'll be like, wow, I love this movie. And when we're doing research for the podcast, I'll go, oh, it's that person. <laughs> okay. Um, and so it really is all about the movie. However, if it's by Robert Eggers or Ari Aster, it has my interest. I'm like, oh, I bet I'm going to like this because I tend to like their movies. I love the atmospheric uh just creepy nature of their movies my favorite you know i I tend to be the same way about um anything mike flanagan does i'll watch it oh yeah so yeah yeah. oh good one yeah yeah he's done a lot of good stuff um i was just gonna say shout out also to damian mccarthy who's done caveat one (gasps) i think he's i think he's only done one feature length (laughs) film um, but this guy is incredible and I love that movie so much and I'm on a mission to get anybody and everybody to watch that movie because I liked it so, so much. Um, and he he like came across our episode and sent us a very nice message about our review of it. And so like, I'm like, I'm a fan. I'll, I'll also watch anything you do from here on out. That's yeah, awesome. we were fangirling. We were so excited. <laughs> yeah, And yeah, I agree. That caveat is fits right into all those movies I just mentioned. So good. Yeah, uh, I remember I watched it at the end of 2021, I think, and then I listened to your episode. So yeah, it was a really interesting movie. When you try to tell people what it's about, they're like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can definitely say Ari Aster is like a favorite, even though he's only done two movies and you haven't seen the shorts because he's only done two movies. But right. they've both been great. Um, but next month, it, Bo is Afraid it's coming out. So yeah, I'm excited. Oh, excited for that. Yeah. Which he doesn't say is a horror movie, but he didn't say hereditary was a horror movie either so what does he know 
<laughs> yeah, see, I, I did watch the trailer, but um, somebody had mentioned to me, oh, Bo is afraid. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And then mentioned the director. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. I didn't even yeah. watch the trailer yet. But... <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of like a fever dream or an acid trip, maybe a little bit. There's like a lot of weird things going on in the trailer. So you are the host of the podcast, Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, which I love to listen to, where you review horror movies. Um, how did you guys meet and when and why did you come up with the idea for a horror movie podcast? Tani and I met in 2020 online. Uh, we were both a part of a, it was like this turning your passion into a business type of business course online. And we were put in the same group or the same pod um, because there were so many people and we just met, we were talking about, I had during that time also started a podcast that was completely unrelated. So I was talking to her um, about it. And we just went into this conversation about how much we loved horror movies and it went on and on and on. By the end of it, we're like, we should start a horror movie <laughs> podcast. And then we did. Yeah, it was so cool. And then we just recently met last year for the first time in person at Midsummer Night Scream. Is that what it was Midsummer called? Scream. Midsummer Scream. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was super cool. That's awesome. Um, how has the podcast evolved since you started it? It. I don't know. Yeah, I think... We are a lot more comfortable for sure. A lot more comfortable and confident because before, you know, I don't know, we were all in our heads Were people going to like to listen to this. Or are they going to want to hear this? Maybe we should change the pay. Maybe we should change it this way, you know, because we were just, I don't know, it was also new for us. And now we've really settled into, we, we want to do what we enjoy doing. Um, and we're super blessed that people like to listen to that. And we definitely um, take feedback and we're always trying to improve it. Um, but we also stay true to like really what we like to do and, and, and what makes it fun. Right. Cause that's something really big for us. We do not want it to become something where we don't look forward to doing it. Um, and so we've really made it our own. Um, and I mean, we've gotten a little more organized sometimes, but that's definitely <laughs> something we could work on. <laughs> awesome. Um, I really want to go to Midsummer Scream this year because I've heard that it's really fun. So it's just a weekend. So I want to check that out, fly out there that weekend. Did you guys have fun there? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. Highly recommend it. It was cool. It was definitely a little bit more like, cause it's like a, it's like a Halloween horror convention, but it's a little mm -hmm. bit more Halloween-y than I think we had both anticipated. So mm -hmm. we both said that was really fun. We'd love to go to another one. That's a little bit more horror movie focused just cause mm -hmm. we're not into like haunted houses. And there was like a lot of haunted house content, <laughs> you know? Awesome. Oh, Allison, I wanted to mention that if that's okay. Um, I thought that that was very curious. Tani and I both don't like haunted houses which seems so silly because okay. we love horror but i think it's the safe element like i don't feel mm. safe i mean i know it's safe no one's gonna hurt me but because they're up against me and in my physical space versus watching a movie i went way back to your first question but that just popped into my head of being able to experience your fears in in safety by through horror movies okay. yeah that's really interesting i'm the same way i don't want to go to a haunt or a haunted house or anything i don't even like watching 3d movies i want my heart to stay like on screen and away from me yeah um and just like i don't know you're not always safe you hear about like people being like murdered or like assaulted at haunts all the time maybe not all the time but sometimes and um have you watched um the houses october built no no i have not um i think it's streaming on prime it's about this group of like 20 somethings who go and who are traveling around the country to go to the most extreme haunts they can find. 
So, oh. and they're making a documentary about it. It's found footage. So it's not the best, but it's entertaining. I like it. Ooh, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you go about choosing the movies that you cover each month? <laughs> this is where we could become more organized. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Like, it's kind of a, um, it's like most of the time I'll say that we pick movies that we want to watch and talk about. So like nine times out of 10, we're not picking movies that we dislike for you know because yeah it's just more fun to talk about things that we do like um but we also take suggestions and we also do a um patron pick uh so we have like anybody on social media throw in a suggestion about once a month sometimes we do it once every other month and then we take all of those suggestions and toss it to our patreon members who get to vote on it so that's Mm -hmm. kind of one of the other ways we do it and then felicia i don't know if you want to talk about themes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so sometimes we do themes. Um, we it's just honestly we just f- go with the flow. When it was Feb- this past February, um, we had been talking about for a while that we wanted to do some horror romance. So we we're like, let's do it in February. But mm-hmm. it just kind of happened. Um, or I mean, maybe during Halloween, it's like, like October, we usually do pick some type of a theme or some movies that we want to wit, uh, watch and plan for that. Um, but yeah, I, I, sometimes we do themes and then yeah. sometimes <laughs> we don't, especially because we'll theme a month and we'll just digest all of this particular theme and then want to watch something so different. And so we're like, let's not theme it. Let's just watch whatever we want. And then we'll get all excited and do a theme month. And then Right. We- <laughs> exactly. That's a great balance. So yeah. go with the flow. Sometimes um, we will also watch movies that are brand new in the theater. So if it's something we really want to watch, we don't actively seek that out to make sure that we're watching all the newest releases. But if it's something we want to watch, we'll watch it. We'll release an episode. Cool. Um, What are your favorite episodes that you've recorded? For me, uh, I love the two that pop into my head the most is Black Christmas because we just had a blast. And I think we were both surprised how much we both loved that movie. And I remember that being like the most fun. Um, And also Antichrist, same thing. I brought it to Tawny. She had never seen it. She really liked it. And I love talking about the themes within it. So that was a great conversation. And then it's always fun when we have guests. So as well. Shit, those were my top two. You stole That's them. okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's why we're friends. I know. <laughs> no, it's like, like I was saying, it's so fun to um, find something that you really love and then like share that with somebody else. Yeah. So in the case of Black Christmas, neither of us had seen it. And so oh, we- wow. Yeah, we both were like, holy shit, this was fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> And so that's us the whole episode. It's just like, wow, this movie was so incredible. Antichrist, Felicia had seen it once a long time ago and like swore to herself she would never watch it again and then <laughs> was like we should watch this movie <laughs> and uh I really loved it and then Felicia I can't remember if you I think you did the research for that and you brought yeah. in yeah like the religious aspect like I love when Felicia is able because she loves that stuff I love when she is able to bring in that research because it makes it so interesting so I'll tack on another um, one is mother we kind of recently did yeah, mother yeah and I hated it the first time I watched it but the second time I watched it with Felicia's stuff that she brought I was like all the research I was like damn okay this movie is like di- I just had a different experience that time and then I'll just add also for myself Silent Hill because I got to like totally nerd out <laughs> over the course poor Felicia 
I was kind of re-listening to that episode to prep because we were just on another podcast talking about the second movie. And so I was re-listening to it just to kind of familiarize myself with the research that I did. And I was like, Felicia is just, you're just like being held hostage listening to me just nerd out about Silent Hill for like two hours. <laughs> but I love Johnny. And so it was so awesome to she's hear how passionate she is about about the movie. It was fun. I have not watched I have not rewatched Mother since I saw it in theaters whenever it came out I don't know but I remember that like we all walked out of the theater silently and we were all kind of like giving each other eye like eyes in the bathroom we're like what did we just watch (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen Antichrist yet I keep meaning to watch it Um, I have I have a couple girlfriends and like that's always on the top of our list but we never get something else always comes up I don't know but speaking of Antichrist Felicia, I know you have kids. How are you introducing them to horror if you are? Ooh, I am. <laughs> and I always I always wonder if I should mention this on episodes. And then I, I have this whole conversation with Tawny as she edits out. Uh, and then I just end up talking about it. Um, but Lars von Trier, that's another director. I love his movies, but because you just mentioned Antichrist. Um, yes. So they're all of them, actually, because I have three daughters um, from nine to 20. I think all of their first horror movie was Jurassic Park. And they were all very fascinated by it. All had different, you know, reactions to it. Um, My two oldest don't like horror movies, but my littlest one wants to be a horror movie director. When she is older, she loves scary things. Um, And so she has seen... Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park would be the first introduction. And then she sees a lot because she has these older sisters. Um, and so she sees things on YouTube and stuff like that. She loves creepy little, sh- uh, like short stories. There's like these little videos, or I'm sorry, these little, um, mini cartoon movies that are built around, like almost like scary stories to tell in the dark. She loves those things and she loves Chucky. <laughs> oh, well, does she have a Chucky doll? Um, no, no, not yet. But that's something I want. So I want it <laughs> first. Um, and for her, she she doesn't watch. So when we watch Chucky is a, a great example. She's very much like she knows Chucky is a really great example because you know when something gross is going to happen. I mean, you just know. And she'll she'll hide her eyes. So she hasn't actually seen the gore, like when Chucky kills someone or something like that. And then she'll just hide her eyes and go, Mom, what's happening? And then I'll just say, Oh, they're dead. <laughs> like, can, I wa- can I look now? And then we'll watch. Um, so she's protected herself like that. But I'll have to say, she doesn't knock on wood. So for, she's in nightmares. She's, I don't know. I think she's just like me. I had nightmares though. Anyways, I digress. Awesome. There, there we go. <laughs> Well, that sounds great. Um, and I thank you for saying Jurassic Park is a horror movie. I get pushed back a bit about that all the time. And I'm like, you don't like horror movies, but you love Jurassic Park. So what's on the horizon for the rest of the year for Two Chicks and a Horror Flick? Oh, Felicia's kicking it to me. We <laughs> we don't have I, I like a ton of stuff planned unless we do. And I'm forgetting in this moment because I have sick brain. No. Um, <laughs> it's It's... It's a very busy year. That's what I'll say for right now is like, I'm in the process of buying a house. <laughs> I like we, my boyfriend and I have two weddings that we're going to this year. And so it's, it's a lot. And I don't think we've gotten a chance to like plan at least for the near future, what <laughs> we're doing. So <laughs> we shall let you add anything if I've forgotten, but 
No, we're you're you're right on point. Um, our plan is to keep releasing our episodes uh, every week. Um, there's going to be a few months, like Tani had mentioned, where we're not going to be able to release every week because we have so much going on. Um, but yeah, just keep delivering new movies. We have chatted about doing more on social media, like building out, uh, say, our TikTok or something like that. Um, so maybe in the middle latter half of this year, we focus on doing that. Um, but yeah, we love doing this and just want to keep growing it uh, without burning out, I would say. Awesome. Yeah. Planning to keep having fun. That's a great plan. Yeah. So. So an article came out in 2020 that said that horror movie fans are handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans. Why do you think that was the case? Maybe because we have seen some scary shit and we've made it through and we've worked through it. <laughs> like, you know, Tani introduced me to the grudge and I was very scared of dark shadowy spaces for quite a, a while. And <laughs> nothing can be more scary than that. I think, um, I, I mean, it, it was, it definitely was scary, but maybe we're just used to scary. I don't want to say desensitized because I'm still very sensitized and, and worried and compassionate, but I don't know. I think maybe that's why Tani might have a, a better answer. I can also say maybe because we love watching movies so much. So now we just have this, <laughs> we have to stay in and watch movies. Um, Cause I know that's what I did. No, I'll totally agree with that. I think that is definitely part of it is like when you, when your hobby is like sitting on the couch and watching stuff, like being forced <laughs> to sit on the couch and watch stuff is probably less of a deal, you know, for us. <laughs> um, I just, the only thing I was going to add is like, yeah, preparation, basically like it's it I think we are mentally prepped because of how much we're watching in terms of like even just survival horror and stuff that it's like you know you're just kind of like yeah this could be worse (laughs) (laughs) did either of you watch any you know pandemic virus movies during the pandemic no I I for me I have like most of my anxiety my high level of anxiety comes from health related things like getting sick or injured or and so and that's been true for for like my whole life like when SARS was the thing and I was a kid I remember just being like panicked and my family had to like talk me down and be not like listen to the news around me and stuff just because it was so scary so um COVID was kind of like a nightmare like a living nightmare for me and it was a lot to to even just deal with it as is so I couldn't bring myself to do it I know a lot of people did like I, I remember reading at the time that a lot of people were watching and consuming that type of horror movie but I I couldn't do it I think the mo- the one we did watch but it wasn't it just had elements of it was host and we loved that and it, just the element of there was the pandemic going on yeah. and v- being so impressed that it was uh, recorded all over zoom and then being so used to zoom it just brought that extra level reality so that was really cool Uh, but I have to agree with Tawny I didn't I didn't seek it out like pandemic related things the only thing I did watch early pandemic um, was Contagion so I remember that being a really scary movie and my husband's like do you want to watch a movie he hates horror movies so if he recommends or asks to watch a scary movie I'm all over it and and I remember being weirded out about how much it was mimicking what was going on right now but other than that I didn't seek out pandemic related movies yeah I think the first two movies that I watched after everything shut down were Outbreak and Contagion so 
I was just um, a masochist, but I also have a lot of health-related anxiety, uh, Tawny. Um, I I went to Portugal in on March 5th, 2020. I was freaking out before then. I was like, am I going to be able to get back in the country? Am I going to get this random disease that's going around? I was watching way too much of the news and everyone's like, it's not going to be a big deal. Just go, just go. And then I got back the day that they were shutting the borders. So, Oh my God, so scary. <laughs> Yeah, the airport was a fun place. So speaking of the pandemic or just life in general, what is a movie that you each consider a comfort horror movie if you have one? Um, These are not going to shock you based on things I've already said. I'm going to say Silent Hill. I'll watch that. So I'll watch it over and over again. I never get sick of it. Um, Also Hostel, which is weird. Like, I don't think that should be a comfort horror movie, but it is because I watched (laughs) it when I was like a teen. And I don't know, it just gives me like nostalgia but I'll also add Dawn of the Dead for the same nostalgia reasons, the remake from 2004. Nice. I would have to say the entire Jurassic Park franchise. We own them all. We've seen them a million times. My daughter loves them. I love it that I can watch the, it's something that I can share with her and we could watch together and we love. So Jurassic Park, yeah, even if it's just playing in the background. Um, and then m- m- more new is Don't Worry Darling. I don't know what it is about it. Um, I've seen it like six times now and I just, whenever it's on, I watch it or maybe I'll just play it just because I, I want it playing in the background. It's weird. It's like hypnotized me, but those would be my two. Nice. Um, What is your opinion on the Jurassic world movies? Um, I love all, I love them all. Uh, Well, there are a couple, I think it's, Number three, there was the one with Tay Leone that I wasn't a huge fan, but I really do enjoy them all. Um, I do love the Jur- Jurassic World. I think it's fun. My all-time favorite, of course, is the original. And I saw that in the movie n- a number of times. And it so there's the nostalgia as well. But I do. I like them. I enjoy them. Um, I when there's like with dinos or aliens, one of my favorite things with horror movies is, or scary movies in general, is when everything is normal, like we're all talking here, and then maybe something's a little off, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> I love that. And so dinos in the modern world, um, that's exciting. <laughs> I like that. Awesome. Uh, Tawny, just going back, you said you um, you sort of really like torture porn. Have you seen all the Saw movies? Oh yes, yep. Are they worth and watching? I like I re- I like them. I think the la- the 3D one is the one that mostly I dislike and I wasn't a huge fan of Spiral, but I was listening to your episode with um Mary it, it's like Mary is it scary, right? Is yeah. their podcast name. And um she was talking about she's like a saw apologist and I was like <laughs> totally. I think Felicia and I are both this way like mm-hmm. we both really enjoy all of the saw movies. I think it's yep. a great franchise. I I don't know and I feel like they kind of creatively were able to keep it going. So I'm a fan. Me too. Uh, awesome. I need to watch all the sequels. Uh saw the original I saw in theaters and it gave me nightmares. So yeah. Um, and it, it's Mary was it scary. You can find her on Twitter. If you yeah, want to yeah. talk about how much you love Saw. Saw. <laughs> um, are there any horror movies that you won't watch or that you won't watch ever again? I don't want to say I won't watch ever again. Because uh, even some that I hated that we've watched, I'm kind of curious to watch again to see if I'm going to hate it as much. Um, so I think that I would re-watch movies, but movies that I won't 
watch or anything that involves like child sexual abuse material. So if that is the focus of the movie, I want nothing with it, then no. So, so no, I've not no, seen a Serbian film. No, Megan is missing. I, I don't know. I haven't, we haven't seen, seen that one. Yeah. Seen that. One. Yeah. So if I, it, 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 real life things like abductions and stuff, um, and it's terrifying, but I, I've watched and I watch true crime, but yeah, if it has to do with like that specific, um, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. For me, I, I just wrote down a Serbian film, like, cause I've heard that I've heard people say like, there's really no redeeming quality. Like it is so, it's such a depraved movie for no reason. Like it's, it's just shocking to, for the sake of being shocking, not because it's like really trying to say anything. And like that, I'm not a fan of that. I don't think I could get down with, but, um, like I, but I, I hesitate to say it because I used to think audition fit in that same camp. Like, cause I would hear people talk about audition in the same breath that they would talk about a Serbian film. And I don't think, I mean, I haven't seen a Serbian film obvi- obviously, but I don't, they're, they seem to be in such different realms because audition is, is deep. It's a deep movie. There's a lot going on and a lot it's trying to say. And so it is very violent and gory, but like, it has a purpose, but I've heard that a Serbian film is not that way. So I think that, and the other one that I hear people talk about is like, what is it? 120 days of Salo or something. I don't know if I'd yeah. ever watched that one either. I've heard that there's like a political statement behind a Serbian film about politics in Serbia. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm not sure how true that is. And I've obviously never watched it. So, but yeah, it's for all the uh, edgelords out there. Totally. That's like a really good way of putting it. Like anything that feels edgelordy. That's also kind of why I don't like Terrifier and I didn't love, I I like Terrifier 2 better than I did one. And I get that some people like this for the reason that it is over the top and can't be, but just for me personally, like that's how it feels to me. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah, that's valid. Have either of you ever had any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters? This one, I left blank, but actually I just thought of it whenever you were talking about your theater experience, Allison, is um, Paranormal Activity. When I went to see that in theaters, it was quiet. Like, the movie ended and literally nobody said anything. Like, everybody just got up and left (laughs) the theater in complete silence. And I was like, I was so freaked out. That movie also scared me as an adult. Like, I I think um, I went to see it with the guy I was dating at the time. And then I brought my my best friend and roommate back and we watched it again, her, her and I both. And then we slept on the floor in the living room together for like a couple nights because we just like couldn't go sleep in our own rooms because it was so scary. And so that one I remembered. I'm so jealous. I wish I would have seen that in theaters. There was a chance for me to go see it in a theater last year, but it was at midnight and I was like, I'm too tired. Oh, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I think most of the horror movies I've seen were like on VHS or now streaming. Um the 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 very first one which you had mentioned will be controversial because is it a horror movie? It is to me, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. I screamed. Um I went and saw it so many times. That was a blast. Awesome. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to see Jurassic Park when it was originally released. They re-released it right before it came out on VHS, and that's when I was allowed to go see it. Uh, so I was like nine. I don't remember being scared. Maybe I was, and I don't remember, but I remember loving it. 
So geez, I was a teenager. I was screaming my ass off. I didn't get scared <laughs> very easily by stuff. I remember one thing I was scared by was the Talking Tina episode of The Twilight Zone mm, about the yeah, evil doll. My American yeah. Girl doll slept in another room for a couple couple nights after that. My mom was like, why are these dolls in the guest room? I was like, I don't know. They must have gone there themselves. So what has your favorite horror movie been so far that you've seen in 2023? I don't actually think we've seen any, to be honest. 2023 specific movies or just movies we've watched so far? Because I don't think we've seen any 2023 movies except Megan, right? I think Megan was 2022, actually. No, it came oh. out in January. Oh, it okay. did? I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, then that's the only one we've seen. And you didn't really like it that much? No, I didn't. Oh, no, I you're right. It's 2022. Then. You're right. Oh. I don't know why I thought it was 2023. Um, so what, okay. So just movies in general that you've watched for the podcast or on your own. For mm-hmm. me, um, for the podcast so far, what we've watched for 2023, um, I loved don't worry, darling and fresh love fresh. Yeah. Possibly the one I'm watching right now, but we'll see. It's not over. So okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to give it away. Um, I, like looking at the list of the things that we've watched and talked about, um, I would say, um, probably bones and all. Nice. It was in you know 2020, but it was a, a pretty good movie. I didn't I didn't like love it the way that I thought I might going into it, the way that it was talked up by other people, but it was really good. It was like a very different kind of horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I did enjoy it. And looking to the future, what horror movies are you most looking forward to seeing in the rest of 2023? Dude, I am stoked for Evil Dead Rise. I think that's going to be very exciting. And then, oh God, I can't, nothing else is coming to mind. I'm excited to watch Infinity Pool. We haven't seen it yet. Um, That's already come out, but um, big fan of Possessor, um, Brandon Cronenberg's movie. And so this is him doing it again. And so I'm really interested to see that. And then I'm interested, I don't remember if Maxine is coming out this year, but I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I pulled it up here and I, I just like wanted to remind myself, I would say all of the same things that Tawny mentioned, but including um, Bo is afraid. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah. God, I'm just like not good at keeping up on things that come out. <laughs> yeah. Are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like? For sure. Um, but my mind went blank. Um, I wrote one down for this because uh, yeah. I couldn't. I feel like usually it's the opposite for me. Usually there's movies that people love that I don't enjoy. But to flip that and think about one that I liked that other people don't like, I could only think of one, and it's Predator 2018. Like this movie got shit on. Everybody hated it, and I watched it, and I was like, dude, that was actually pretty funny. Like the comedy elements of it were very funny to me because it was like very dark comedy. Um, and I'm not like a Predator franchise fan, you know, so it it wasn't like blasphemy to me, the movie. I liked it. <laughs> and then I made Felicia watch it and she liked it too. So <laughs> Awesome. I didn't know that that one existed. I'm not a Predator franchise person either. I, I didn't even really like Prey, which I know is blasphemy to say. But... Oh yeah. I liked Prey, but. Mm, Tawny did. I, so I would have to say Predator too. Tawny, was there any that I had said that other, I feel like. I'm so bummed 
and I'll just have to let it go because there was one movie in particular I remember very specifically getting so excited because I said, now when anybody asks me this question, I'll have an answer to it. What was it? Don't worry, darling. Well, I'm going to say, don't worry, darling. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, Because you like loved it. It was like your favorite movie of 2022. And like in general, people did weren't a fan. Oh, you're right. Don't worry, darling. Thank you, Tony. Thank God. I yeah, Tony. Yes, that's it. <laughs> awesome. If you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? Ooh, I have one. The Dark Half. Because I loved that movie so much. I really, really want to see it well done. So that's the first thing that popped into my head. Um, is it like me remaking it? Or is it just like somebody is out there remaking it? Yes, it can be somebody is out there remaking it. Okay. Um, number one, I will say, I already mentioned it a little bit, is the second Silent Hill movie, Silent Hill Revelation 3D. We actually just were guests on another podcast called The Film Rescue, where we like, the the whole thing is like you rewrite the movie <laughs> to make it better. And um this movie again is so close to my heart because it's based off of the third video game which is my favorite of the video games and I, they just like really botched it and so I would love to see that redone even though it was like not that long ago that it was made because I feel like it could be so much better but also I'm going to say something else that people are going to come for me for is The Shining because I'm not a fan of The Shining and me I feel neither. like really <laughs> yeah. okay okay <laughs> I feel like it could be redone better i don't know i know people that's people are gonna hate that but it's a truth for me nice Some, sometimes it's hard to hear the truth <laughs> i thought the shining was so boring when i watched it in high school i was like there's nothing going on yeah i specifically kind of waited i was like oh i'm gonna watch this someday when i'm like sick and i have to stay home from work and that's exactly what happened i got sick and i stayed home from work and i watched it and it was so long and so boring and i was just like Oh, there's no like payoff. And I, I think there's some redeeming parts to the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. I think there's some good legendary pieces of it. But in general, it's just not my jam. Do you have a retort, Felicia, since you love Stephen King? No. I remember watching um, The Shining and originally and liking it but I remember watching The Shining originally and really liking it uh, especially that aspect of losing your mind but then when we just recently watched it it wasn't as impactful I think what saved it for me was that nostalgic tie to it and loving Stephen King but no I, I mean I had that experience I was so bummed I remember loving loving Misery the book which I still do and loving 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 the movie oh gosh love it and then we I reread the book right before we watched the movie and I shouldn't have did that because the book was so much better that I was disappointed so definitely space it out I don't know where I'm going with this there's Stephen King you asked me about Stephen King so yeah. I want to share <laughs> well Tani if it makes you feel any better I know Stephen King hated the Shining movie so I mean that did give me a solace. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't see Misery, the movie. I've never read the book, obviously, but um, I didn't see the movie until the beginning of the pandemic. But I did many years ago see the Broadway adaptation of Misery, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Um, it was Laurie Metcalf as the Kathy Bates role. And then the the guy from The Sixth Sense, who I, whose name I can't remember, was the other role. So, Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis. What? Wow. Weird. Whoa. 
Yeah. Oh my fun. God. I want to see that. Well, that's done and gone, yeah. but wow, that's cool. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, so my last question is if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? I wrote down Asami from audition because <laughs> like, she's going to just sit in her room and be pretty quiet. And um, there's no reason for her to kill me. So like, we're good, you know, like she's, <laughs> she's, she's a little crazy, but you know, I'm safe. I think. <laughs> awesome. Shoot. I was going for safety here. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I love Michael Myers and he's really quiet, but he would probably want to kill me. You know, that's yeah. not cool. Chucky too. He's funny, but he might want to kill me as well. He might um, be a little, a little easier to like stuff in a closet though. True. Yeah, but he's like really vulgar too. And you know, he he could be actually I could see him becoming really irritating. Um <laughs> yeah. Megan would be a good conversationalist. Okay. Uh I'm gonna be really boring because I'm not prepared and I don't want you uh all to have to sit here while I hum and haw over this very important question. <laughs> um so I am gonna go with I feel like Megan's a good one because it's like I mean, yeah, you don't want her like trying to kill you, taking over your internet stuff, but like she would be entertaining, but you, we would just need an exit plan for once the pandemic was over. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cause she's scary. You'd have to know how to shut her down. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just say Megan, but Asami's a good one. She'd be real useful. Megan would. Yeah. Because she know? could come up with so many different things. I pick Megan. I think Asami is a good one though, too, because you could probably, maybe you could help her work through, work through some of her stuff. Oh yeah. It'd be her BFF. <laughs> yeah. Armchair therapist. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, both of you for being here. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you and your podcast on the internet? Yeah, you can find us um, on our website, twochicksandahorflick.com. Probably our main social media hub is Instagram, which will be at twochicksandahorflick. Or you can find us on your whatever is your favorite social media platform and whatever is your favorite podcatcher. We will be there. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. This yeah. is so fun. So glad. So glad we were able to work it out. Um, I will talk to you guys soon. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There? I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tani and Felicia. And thanks again to both of them for coming on. I'll leave links to their socials and where you can find them and their podcast online. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at who's there at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and never ask. <laughs>